Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Think Tank Sports. Think Tank Sports, where we think and you listen. I know you're a little bit uh, confused because you usually hear the, the dulcet tones of Dave to start out the uh, the podcast, but uh, we're nothing but transparent and honest here. Last time we did a Major League Baseball podcast, uh, I myself made some cheap shots at um, one Nolan Arenado for swinging at a fan over the uh, dugout, and I think I said another swing and miss by Nolan Arenado. You know, cheap joke. Well, the player was not, in fact, a Nolan Arenado. It was one Anthony Rendon. And they're honestly two players I've gotten confused a lot in my lifetime uh, of watching baseball. And um, I realized that I made the mistake when I was listening back the next day after we, after we had posted the, the podcast. So uh, my apologies to Nolan Arenado. And his entire family, the St. Louis Cardinals, Major League Baseball, and the Lord our God. Now let's move forward with uh, Think Tank Sports, where we still think, and uh, we hope you still listen in here. Uh, and I'm not doing this alone. Now I know how it feels on the other side. David, how are you tonight? I am super awesome. Excited to talk Yankees baseball. Nice. Um hoping that everybody out there is paying attention to us on social media and listening to us on whatever podcast delivery system you like, or watching us on YouTube as we discuss Yankee baseball, Mike. And as we record here Thursday evening, mm-hmm. uh, the Yankees just putting a, I can't, I have to, I, I did it again, putting a bow. There we go with them putting <laughs> bows on things left yeah, and right. Yeah. It's not even Christmas season and I'm wrapping yeah, presents for, for a present uh, in April. I don't know. I just had my birthday. Uh, you know, I yeah. got some, you know, I don't know, all kinds of crazy stuff, but anyways, the Yankees uh, winning another series against the angels. We'll, we'll come back to that, but it's, it's as we always like to take our, our temperature Week to week with Yankee uh, podcasts. I think we have to be relatively happy with the Yankees at this point. Yeah. I mean, they could be a lot worse off, I guess, and they continue to win series. And as we know, our favorite manager of all time, Joe Torre, uh, you got to keep winning series. And that's what the Yankees are doing. No, absolutely. That's a good point uh, by Joe and by you. Uh, <laughs> but mostly sure, by Joe. I'm, I'm certainly more concerned now than I was to start the season with the rotation slash the depth of the bullpen. Yes. Um, you know, a lot of these guys are are pretty sloppy right now, and we need some, some people to emerge. Uh, Peralta's huge strikeout of Otani in last night's game, you know, we'll get to that, was probably set him up if he wasn't already the premier, you know, setup guy to Clay Holmes, uh, certainly from the left-hand side. Um, but, you know, Loisica being out certainly hurts that. Canely hasn't come back yet. So, you know, they're a little short, and, and, and those – Marinaccio just quite hasn't been as good. He's good, and then he'll, you know, float one of those uh, frisbee sliders that that uh, somebody rips for a double. So uh, things like that that uh, make me nervous. And then the starting rotation, Dave. You know, it, it's uh, 
the, the saying used to be, uh, what was it? Uh, sane in Spain. I knew I had it. There's a tongue twister too. Apparently. Anyway, two pitchers and you pray for rain. Um, sane in Spain and you pray for rain or something like that. It was a, an old Dodgers saying. And, and that's kind of where we are with the Yankees. You know, we got Cole who's off to, you know, one of his best starts uh, in his career and certainly with the Yankees. And uh, Nestor Cortez who, who shouldn't be taking a back door to anybody. Um, after certainly that, not. Yeah, after that, you know, it's uh, we're we're praying for rain. You know, um, so but that's my take. So offensively, I think we're okay. You know, uh, the the injuries don't scare me. Get them out of the way early, especially with Stanton. Um, you know, the, the backups are are doing just fine, if not better. Um, so uh, I, I'm okay with with where we are. Another level of injuries. Uh, you know, then we might be a little bit nervous. So. Yeah, they certainly have developed some depth um, enough to withstand some of those um, injuries, I guess, with the everyday players, if you will. Um, You know, Ian Hamilton pitched yesterday, pitched today. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I would guess, as you said, normally that would probably be Loisica there. So um, gives you some concerns. the like angels kid in this big role all of a sudden you know yeah. who has a big arm but you know certainly has the feel of someone that doesn't know where it's going yeah and so you know that's <clears throat> the bullpen is certainly a, a, a concern um you know clark schmidt uh from the starters perspective like you said looked you know it looked really good at the end of last season. I think we, you know, we were, you know, confident that he would, you know, continue to have that success into this year. And we just haven't seen it. Um, He is, he has not been good. Mike Owen won an 8.79 ERA so far. Um, Now he slotted into that two spot where you would see Severino, um, I don't think at this point in the year with the off days and the schedule, I don't think it's mattered that much. I think he's just been bad. I don't think right. you, you go into it. I think it the two would be Rendon though, buddy. Or Rendon. Either yeah, way. Either um, oh, can we get that cleared up? Rondon or Rendon? And then I'll say it right from now on. Carlos. I think Rendon. it's Carlos Rodon. Rodon, even okay. So I gave yes. you two options. You gave me a third. So no chance I, I, of getting I, I, that right. I, I didn't. Yeah. Okay. Well, and it's tough because he, I'll you know, tune in as, like, as okay. you get yeah. into right as we get into the season, he hasn't pitched, so you don't, you don't see right. it, you don't hear people talking about it, um, as far as that goes. But yeah, um, definitely some concerns there. You know, you look at the game. Herman hasn't been great. No, Herman hasn't been great. It, you look at the the first game of the series against the Angels, and you know it's Weissert, Marinaccio, Cordero, and Abreu. Uh, now they did fine, uh, but that that can't be your. Uh, the Yankees are in trouble if that's their to. recipe for success. I guess is what I would say. Oh, right. As far as that goes, um, safe but, to say they unwrapped the burrito and uh, he. 
You know, yeah, they unwrapped the burrito and and out fell runs left and right. Yes, um, meatless, which uh, is not what I ordered. Really. Yes, no, that is a meatless runny burrito. <laughs> um, see how we twisted that food into uh, Johnny burrito. Well, um, we may never see him again, so you want to get those in while you. Can. Yeah, well, apparently so. Mind, yeah. yeah, if you like burritos, you you might be so, done with them for a while. Um, so let's go back to the twin series and let's. You had another point. I'm cutting you off from making. Uh, nope. I just was going to say, and we could start in the Minnesota series and they lose that first game pretty handily, Mike, 11 to two. Yeah. Um, and they're in us in a stretch here, you know, while the Yankees have been successful, uh, the win today makes them 12 and seven. They have lost Mike. The first game of four straight series. Right. So that part is interesting. Um, they've, Fighting you know, look, gets tired, right. They've, they've done a great there. job. You know, this, they've bounced back and all of those things there, but it's not a pattern you want to keep right. um, as far as that goes. So it'll be interesting to see what happens tomorrow um, as the dreaded blue Jays come in with their, blunt force offense that um yeah has the tendency to rip teams to shreds um but yeah um so in this this game against minnesota mike uh the burrito as we mentioned all wide open runny no meat uh <laughs> two-thirds of an inning six hits seven runs all earned in a walk um really not 34 pitches in the first inning not what you're looking for um, and this game might get so ugly that we see, uh, IKF pitch the ninth inning. We do. Um, you know, Jack he throws, uh, uh, yeah, he throws the, the EFAS pitch that I think was less than 40 miles an hour. Yes. Right. And went yes. over, <laughs> over the head, but, uh, of the hitter, but still, you know, he gave up a hit and got through the inning he and did what we needed him to do. Yes. He did yeah. what we needed him to do. 12 pitches, eight strikes uh yeah. as far as that goes um you know anthony rizzo starting to come around mike at three hits yeah, in this game three of the four yankee hits in yeah. this game <laughs> uh but we'll take it um but yeah he's had a decent start you know I, i'm very happy with his start you know it's not we know when he gets hot he gets hot in bunches and, and yes and so if this is the the middle line this would be very good so um. yeah yeah definitely um if we move on to this yeah this is last friday right yeah um the four three uh loss to the twins this is the game with you know our, our good friends Ugh. let's not talk about this game. yeah vomit correa comes up and yeah. and gives them the lead there late um yeah, I mean, you know, you, you take it for what it's worth and uh, you don't like to see it, but, you know, Clay Holmes blows, an, you know, blows a save and he's he's been pedestrian and that's being, I'm being nice by saying that. He's been pedestrian yeah, um, so far, but, you know, Nestor Cortez pitches good, seven innings, five hits, two runs, seven strikeouts, no walks, and then Holmes gives up. Hold it. Go ahead. No, go 
Oh, you said you couldn't hold it anymore. I thought you were. No, gonna... said they can't hold it. Oh, they can't really hold it. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, those are some rough spots there. Um, Anthony Volpe gets his first home run in this game. Uh, that's exciting for him. Um, we continue to see the Yankees steal bases, which is exciting. Uh, I don't know what else, Mike, you've been watching a little bit more than I have. What else have you? No, I think, uh, you know, you hit all the highs and lows so far. Um, you know, the, the, the twins teams a little bit better, um, than maybe we thought going into the season, just seeing, them. uh, of course, Byron Buxton is just electric, uh, on the bases, uh, at the play, just an electric player, five tool when healthy. And that's always been the issue with him. Um, but, you know, scoring uh, from first base uh, to to tie the game or win the game one night. Um, and then he did it the next night. And it was just reminiscent of, of unfortunately, Ken Griffey Jr. while Gerald Williams took his sweet ass time digging the ball out of the corner. <laughs> oh, we're going to go did. there. I, he really takes a tough rap in the, in, the, in the bowels of Yankee history, Gerald Williams. But uh, yeah. he really, God rest his soul. as well as anybody could. He's dead. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, we, this came up, I don't think last year or the year before on the podcast, and you were. You were surprised that you were raking on him, and I was like, "Hey, remember this guy just died recently?" And I was like, "Oh, well, thank you for cutting me off earlier than that." Uh, Yeah, yeah, because that could have gotten really ugly. I mean, you know, we're talking about. So, for those of you that are a little bit younger and not as long as it's in the tooth as we are, we're talking about Game Five of the 1995, the first year of the Major League Baseball Division Series, uh, where the Yankees were up two nothing one both games in New York and that format back then was two games at home and then three games at home, which I thought was utterly ridiculous. Um, And so Seattle had game five at home and yeah, extra innings, Edgar Martinez, Griffith coming around. You can still hear Musburger and like, Oh, so they lose an extra innings. And this is David Cohn throwing like 140 pitches in that game and all that. Anyways. Um, Blackjack McDowell, who gave up the, the oh. game-winning hit, his grandmother's in the uh, bowels of the stadium, MF and George Steinbrenner, for putting her grandson in such a tough position. He's a starter, and he shouldn't have been in there. But every every MF she could uh, throw at him, uh, this Don Mattingly, you know, retires. Everyone's crying on the way home. Uh, it is the beginning of the Jeter era, so it's kind of like passing of the torch, but we didn't know what the torch was going to look like yet. No, we did uh, not. Really pivotal moment in Yankees history. So if you're listening to this podcast, you really should know that. Um, pretty yes. Detailed. And if you're looking for a good read, I don't have the author because I don't have the book in front of me. Uh, I believe it's Chumps to Champs. Uh, yeah. It's a really good book about the mid to late 90s, basically the, the Yankees from like 92 uh, into that magical 1996 uh, World Series championship season. It's a very good book, um, talks a lot about the development of the team and stick Michael and all that kind of stuff. So uh, if you're looking for some good Yankee stuff, that book is as good as it gets. Um, I lived those days. So did Mike. Um I remember a lot of it and yeah. there was still stuff in the book that I didn't know. Um, 
And so I was. Yeah, just, I remember we didn't have the access people have today. There's no social right. media. There were not cameras everywhere. There, were there was no, in, no internet. Yeah. yeah. Right. So. Yep. So yeah, lots of historic times. Yeah. <laughs> lots of good stuff as we slide back to 1995 and, and yes, even so. and even further back. Um, but let's slide forward, Mike, because they lose the first two games um, against Minnesota and we get to Saturday. Um, this is actually, a, a, you know, a game where Domingo Herman actually, you know, through fine. Yeah. Yeah. So pitched, pitched well. Um, as they look at it, you know, six and a third, three hits, one walk, or sorry, one run, 11 strikeouts, no walks. So nice to see them uh, come back around the home runs for Higgy and Rizzo. Um, nice, very, very solid when Volpe steals three bases um, in this game, he, he's just been electric on the base paths, uh, which has really been nice to see because they said, you know, how balanced um, his game is and how many different things he can do. And right now he's right. not hitting a ton, but when he nope. gets on base and he's been able to walk, he's been able to steal bases. And they asked Judge today, you know, has it bothered him now that Volpe's hidden ahead of him? leading off uh and he said no i told the kid to steal on every pitch do whatever he has to do doesn't bother you know do whatever don't worry about me so uh spoken like the true captain answer but still it's been thought about and addressed so you know and any naysayer of him yeah the dancing and in, in the the tactics i guess if i was a a, a fan of another team might you know bother me but you know so what um, do you guys live with Fernando Tatis Jr. and we'll live with this kid. So yeah, who's making his season debut tonight after his yes. 80 game suspension. Um, yes. But it's interesting, Mike, because we did talk about that when we talked about the rules uh, before the season started. And was that going to be a factor? Sure. Um, and hey, look, if judges, I mean, for any team, but we're talking about the Yankees, if judges like, yeah, don't worry about me, then. Right. <laughs> By all means, Anthony, steal bases and steal bases. He is he doing is. so. In the for the sake of time, Dave. Uh, that so the Sunday game, or is it? Um, yep, the Sunday game. Yep, Sunday game. Garrett Cole's masterpiece. Uh, the two hit ten K complete, uh, complete game. game Ninety four pitches. Uh, just a, a throwback to nineteen ninety five and David Cohn, as you had uh, <laughs> referenced earlier. Um, with about 50 less pitches and uh, he's a, he's a person, you just mentioned the new rules. He's a person, person, the pitch clock has helped, uh, someone that likes the rhythm, likes to be in shape. Um, someone that knows how high up the forearm he could wear rosin, um, that some rosin is legal, but too much rosin is illegal. Mm. Maybe Max Scherzer should be paying attention because too much much rosin. Yeah. So we'll get to that, but. Right. Oh, in case got... we didn't run, run, run out of time, I know we're on a short clock today. Yep, yep. To the pitch clock there. is running even here at Think Tank Sports. Uh, but no, Cole, really, pitch clock has helped him um, and, you know, certainly a rhythm guy. I mean, we saw him MF and Billy Crystal at the beginning of last year trying to get the game started. And, <laughs> you know, he, he wants to see things on time. And, and when he's pitching uh, and has the zone um, and – 
the way he has been pitching so far, it, it's been great. So yeah, right. What did um, I see? He like he's on pace to be like forty and zero or something. Like yeah, that. well, <laughs> and yeah, we know that's not so, going to happen, yeah. obviously. But um, yeah, he's on a roll. He's you know, right. And again, he's going to get a start uh, this weekend against Toronto. Um, you know, and then there's another. You know, there's another week in April after that. I mean, that he has. You think four and zero, oh and the month is over. I mean, he has the potential right. to to win six, six games in the first month of the season. That'd be crazy. Yeah, absolutely. That, and then he would just have to cruise to a a Cy Young in theory. But right, let's not put all that before the horse. Let's. Uh, let's there not. are actual stats about the pitch clock affecting. Um, Gentlemen over a certain weight of 220 pounds, and uh, the Lance Lynns and the Alex Manoas. Um, again, small sample size, only been a couple starts, three, four starts, but it is what it is. Well, and funny that you mentioned Alex Manoa because he is going up against Cole in that game on Saturday uh, against Toronto. To so it'll be interesting to see. First uh, couple innings, if we get some people on and you know work the work a few pitches, you know, interesting, very interesting. Yep. Of course, he'll probably cruise, you know, through seven without breathing hard. Because right, yep, you know, one and one, six point nine eight ERA for Alex Manoa. So yeah, of course he yeah. he's he's due for seven shutout innings. Domination. But anyway, <laughs> uh, and then the uh, Angels come to town, Dave, and uh, you know Shohei Otani and. Mike Trout and the boys, um, and their lack of pitching staff, I guess. Um, yeah. Although, you know, they looked pretty good the first two nights. Uh, yeah, the bullpen. Team, the bullpen yeah. has has been a challenge for them. Uh, right. I think it might have been before this series started. Um, I heard somebody say. Well, let's see. No, there was one there. Seven and seven, eight. And... Yeah, it was before the season, uh, before this series started. And, you know, here they are at 500. And right. um, they had had a lead in every game that they had played in up to that point. And they oh, were at wow. 500. So um, clearly a reflection of the bullpen right. um, for a lot of it. Now, in this this first game, that, that was not the case. You know, the bullpen... No, they had a bullpen game, um, you know, right from the beginning. And then Otani starts off, um, you know, the Angels were the, were the two nothing laser uh, to right center off of Clark laser. Schmidt. Oh, <laughs> was certainly that Doctor Evil. <laughs> um, and so you know they have you know the Angels have a, a comfortable bullpen bullpen game, um, which, like you said, had not been the trend for them. No. Uh, coming into this series so uh and then they have uh, a night game again last night that turned into a little bit of a barn burner did you watch this one dave or i'm sure uh, I, I, I did not amazon prime i did not get a chance to watch this wednesdays are difficult my oh, right. oldest yeah. oldest son had a track meet and my daughter had gymnastics and so that tends to bleed into Dave not getting much sports content in. Gotcha. So, uh, 
if you have fa- you have uh, family obligations, certainly understandable. Uh, I did. I watched a lot of the basketball, not a lot of this game because it, I get Amazon Prime and uh, but the inability to toggle yeah. back and forth, um, and I could have put it on my iPad, I guess, and I, I just didn't. Yeah, um, no, and it's of a, course it's the best game of the series. Yep, um, and it's, it's a long and short of it. Yeah, and it's a huge thing. I've heard the Mad Dog talk about that, and I've heard multiple people say that is the big challenge with Amazon Prime, and they mentioned it in the NFL season, particularly with the Thursday night games and how bad they were. Um, That's very difficult because you can't toggle, even if people are, and I guess you're not the only one. um, Not thinking about it. People want to watch these games on a big screen, so... um, Yes, you, you know, can watch it on your iPad. Celtics but... and Knicks playing at the same time in different series, you know, in different yeah. series too for us. You know, it was just, I don't know. I just felt like it was a game I could follow online and then I kind of lost track of it. And the next thing I know, we're in extra innings. And by the time I turned it on, uh, it was over. But the highlights <laughs> looked like um, it was a pretty well-played game. And I know Volpe made several um defensive plays that were outstanding and then the big showdown late in the game i referenced earlier with Wandy peralta striking out otani uh and uh ending any threat and taking the the uh game into uh the bottom of the ninth that must have been um did you see how it ended i just saw the glaber torres with the sack fly yeah pretty um, unceremoniously but it ended you know what i mean um, nice job by everyone getting, you know, getting a small ball run in. And, yep. Uh, well, and it's easy to do when you've got the runner on second, the ghosty, if you will. Right. Um, you don't have to do a whole ton to advance the runner. That. And that rule needs to be retired. The way, the way this pitch clock stuff has, um, uh, helped the game and the other things, uh, the ghost runner thing has got to go, you know, what are you now? What are you saving? You're double dipping. You're saving time off a game because of the pitch clock, and now you're saving more time. You know, it just doesn't make sense to me um, because it does affect the game the way you're talking about strategy-wise so differently. Yeah, um, so we'll see. You know, but what we'll happens. see what the long run is. Right? Yeah, you know, they they committed to you know kind of putting this in long term, but uh, right. you know, I think Major League Baseball it probably. Um, if you cornered them in a room and said, you know, what do you think? I, I, I would think they would say they're still surprised at how, uh, how well all the rules have gone and how, you know, they've shaved almost half an hour off the, the game times. Um, I think they'd be surprised by that. So maybe they'll reconsider the, the ghost runner yeah. um, given some of the other successes they've had, but who knows? I mean, usually the fear of implementing anything new is not what you can control or what you know might happen. Mm-hmm. It's what you don't know might happen. You know, what what is it I don't know? And uh, so far, the, the unforeseen thing with the rules really hasn't been anything, you know, uh, so to speak. It'll be interesting. There's been some questionable um, ways it was implemented in today's game. Uh, the Yankees got screwed out of a strike. Um or out of a ball on Otani late in the game. Wandy Peralta came in again, uh, and Otani's supposed to be in the box by an eight-second uh, count on the, on the clock, 
and he clearly wasn't even settled until six or five. Uh, but then the clock expired and they called the ball on the pitcher. Um, so the mechanics of that are a little weird, Dave. I don't know if you know how the umps are um, monitoring that, but someone's watching the clock. There's a, an eye in the sky and they're buzzing. Uh, they're hitting a buzzer to the home plate umpire when it hits zero. Yep. So when the clock hits zero, I mean, there's a minuscule amount of time, but there is a perceptible amount of time between the zero and uh, the buzz and the ump calling time. And and so it's a little murky there so far. But mm. other than that, I don't see, you know, I, I as you know, for two podcasts in a row, I, I opined for, um, you know, 20 seconds and, you know, a five second extension. I still think that would be great and be a little more, a nod towards the older style of baseball, yep. um, but, but people have adapted to this already, so they probably won't even entertain that uh, at this point. I don't know what you've seen or what what you agree. Or yeah, I, I I'm I'm with you. I have I have not seen a lot of baseball, um, so I'm picking up a lot of stuff that I'm reading um, mm-hmm. and watching. But yeah, look, the adjustments have been great. Um, they said it would take some time. Uh, it seems to be almost seamless. I mean, again, we've talked about some of the small clunky things, but it seems to be pretty seamless at this point. Right. And again, I think major league baseball would say we're very happy with how quickly uh, these changes have gotten in and, and how quickly all of the adjustments have been made all the way around. Right. Um, so, you know, again, kudos to major league baseball you know we we spent we've everybody has spent a lot of time media wise talking about all the changes um they've gone great and you don't always know and we said that starting out and so did a lot of others it's been good for major league baseball there's no doubt um we talked about the yankees today um got a good outing there um from nasty nester and get the nine to three win so, you know, the Yankees here sit at 12 and seven. Now the challenge for them, uh, you know, they just, they continue to win series and that's fine. Yep. That's what they need to do. But the challenge for them for the moment um, has just been the Tampa is just, you know, running oh. crazy and they're 16 and three, but the Yankees are only four games back. So, you right. know, they're never going to play at that pace, you know, and no, no, no team will. So no. And you know, we didn't uh, get to this, but I, I had done some quick um, we didn't uh, last week, but I had done some quick looking at um, the 82 Atlanta Braves and the 87 Milwaukee Brewers um, both teams got to 90 wins uh the braves got into the playoffs lost in the league championship series which back then was you won your division you were into the league championship series um the brewers did not make the playoffs they actually finished third uh but both teams mike um just a few games i think I think the Braves were five games over 500 and the Brewers were like two or three games over 500 the rest of the way. Oh, wow. So, um, so yay. Quick let's, start, let's, you know, let's go right. crazy on the quick start, but neither one of those teams, um, Interesting. 
you know, made a World Series and and both of them were pretty pedestrian uh, after the start. Gotcha. Gotcha. Very the, I mean, this is not the 31 and 5 1984 Detroit Tigers. Right. This is right. right now, anyways, the 16 and three Tampa Bay Rays. So, um, you know, again, as Yankee fans, we're not totally concerned. Uh, again, like Mike said, we imagine that they will not keep that pace up. Um, Real quick, 10 games left in the month for the Yankees. Uh, we got Blue Jays, Minnesota, and Texas. Yep, three at home with Toronto, and then the seven-game road trip, three at Minnesota, four at Texas. How many wins will make you happy out of 10 to finish the month? Well, let's finish see. Month. Two. Two and two. I, I was thinking six and four. I mean, that would give you two in theory, you know, uh, uh, a, series, a, a series, right. A theory. series, a series Sorry. win, two series wins and a split with the Rangers. Um, I would take okay. that. I, I, you know, six and four would be good. Cause I, in my mind, that's winning two series and tying another. Um, okay. I think that would be, you know, significant. They're certainly capable of being better than that. Oh, certainly, certainly. But no, I, I would agree. take six and four. Right. Five and five if one game didn't bounce their way, kind of thing. But generally playing pretty decent and and you know being competitive. I, I just can't stand the blowouts, you know, anymore. And really with this pace of play, it really shouldn't be a blowout. You know, it seems like once one pitcher comes to a point where they're going to blow up, you know, then the um, bullpen parade starts and, and you get through it pretty quickly. But, you yeah. know, it, it's like one moment happens and then the game's over where the best baseball games have three, four, five moments in them. So it'll be interesting to see how this translates in the postseason going forward. But lots of time to talk about that, Dave. Lots of time to talk about all these other things I had written down about the pitch clock and beer prices and, you know, oh, crazy yeah. stuff around baseball. But uh, that'll be another time, uh, another place uh, here on the interwebs. But until then, until we meet again here at Think Tank Sports, we appreciate you checking us out at, uh, God, I can't do it. What is it? Spotify for podcasts? Spotify for podcasters. Yep. Okay. Spotify for podcasters. Check us, check us out there or anywhere else you download your podcast uh, here at Think Tank Sports, where we think and you listen as we strive for five. See you, everybody.